I'm glad to be out of here, you know, smoke all over. I was just thankful and praying to God and anybody, the Creator, Allah, baby Jesus, anybody that would listen. Smoke was so thick and sparks flying, it was, um, it was pretty hectic. I'm just, it, it motivates you to go faster. <laughs> A lot of unknowns with these wildfires. I'm Alex Pearson, and you are uh, listening to The Alex Pearson Show, and uh, a lot of people, um, those who have fled the wildfires, whether they're in Kelowna, uh, Northwest Territories, uh, these people, thousands of them, they don't really know next steps. They don't know when they can go home. They don't know if they have a home, many of them. They don't know what home will look like. Like, will it exist as they knew it from before? It's hard to say. So much destruction. And again... They're still dealing with the fires themselves. And a lot of them just don't have money. They, they didn't leave their house with a wallet. Uh, they weren't prepared for it. And certainly it's going to have a big impact because the cleanup and rebuilding is going to take years. Years. And certainly if, uh, you know, one of the areas, these, these two particular areas are known for their beauty. The, you know, in the summer, this is their time to make money. If you're in the tourism area, whether it's, tours, whether it's hiking, whether it's taking people to see the, you know, the Aurora Borealis, you know, uh, the Northern Lights, anything that is all now on hold. And whether or not it's coming back, people just don't know. Joe Bailey is someone who founded and owns the indigenous tour company, North Star Adventures. This is a company based in Yellowknife. He had to get out fast and uh, he joins us now. Joe, good to have you. Uh, where are you? Are you in Alberta? Yes, we are in Alberta. We've been held up here for the last five days. What do you know? I mean, what does uh, what's life been like, and uh, where are you? You know, at this point, are you still in the complete unknowns phase? Um, very, very chaotic, uh, stressful. <clears throat> Don't know much actually, and that's part of the stress and the anxiety. That's the main part of the stress. And anxiety is not knowing the uncertainty of the whole situation. Yeah, um, we don't know. We don't know when we can go back. Uh, we're hearing different things. Uh, people are saying different things. So misinformation is probably fueling some of the stress and anxiety. But uh, the most important thing is that uh, we're safe, and uh, uh, the province of Alberta incredibly has stepped up to offer yeah. its assistance, um, opening up their homes, the campgrounds, the hotels, the restaurants, the uh, playgrounds for the kids. It's been incredible uh, showing of support from the province of Alberta, but uh, we'd like to go home. We, we want to go home. Yeah, I bet. Uh, a lovelier people you will not meet. I mean, they're just lovely, but yeah, you want to be home. And uh, you, you, like all the rest, don't know what home looks like. And you're in a particular business where this, I would assume, is the time to make money. And like so many others uh, during pandemic, you just got crushed. Everyone in the tourism sector just got crushed. Um, you know, sales down and sales are still down if you're in the tourism area, 30 to 50 percent. And so what does this mean? Um, it's hard to, to know, you know, while you're building back after the lockdowns, then you get hit by this. How long can you wait to find out? Like, how does it impact you? Well, that's it. That's it. That's just it. Uh, the Northwest Territories was the only jurisdiction in North America closed during the, the COVID lockdown. 24 months we were closed. Yukon, our neighbors, Yukon and Nunavut, were all open, but uh, we were closed. So, yes, no revenue and um, more rebuilding to do for us, specifically in the Northwest Territories, uh, for the tour companies. And then we're, 
we were starting to get going last year. Numbers were coming back, but very they were just trickling in last year. People were still kind of apprehensive to travel. Um, and then this year was going to be our first full year. We're very excited. The warmer the yeah. weather, the better the Aurora. And then boom, next you know we get uh, the order to evacuate. Just as soon as our uh, Aurora summer season starts, August fifteenth, we got evacuated. August thirteenth, I think it was. It was incredible. Jeez. Yeah. And again, even if you get back, it's not like people are going to run there. It's like, oh, good. You have to rebuild. Like, you don't know what you're going back to. And I would think, and I don't know, but I think that people probably book quite a bit in advance. Are these just getting canceled? What are people doing? Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. It's the same as COVID all over again. So we are rescheduling. We are canceling. And as a business that's rebuilding, the worst part is refunding. And of course we have to yeah. refund. I mean, that's just part of what we do. And, uh, it's, um, it's good. It really sets us back to be honest. And, uh, for myself personally, uh, aside from de- being displaced with my family from the evacuation of the wildfires now from a business perspective, I'm thinking about, okay, now how are we going to pay the bills mm-hmm. in the coming months? And, uh, I hope there's some kind of relief, but if not, then, uh, we just got to make decisions, uh, to, um, meet those challenges for sure. Yeah, but you know, the, the tourism sector, uh, by and large, it was an afterthought, I think. It was treated as an afterthought a lot of times in these lockdowns. They still haven't recovered, and it was like, you know, it doesn't just come back overnight. And so have you heard and been given any indication by the federal government? Are they going to make people whole? How is this going to work? Well, uh, from the business perspective, we haven't heard nothing. Yeah. So, Because, yeah. of course, first and foremost is the safety and welfare of its residents. So we are hearing, of course, there's going to be some relief here and there for residents that have been displaced because um, of course they're we have, we're not home we don't we don't have a home right now and so we're incurring costs every day at hotel meals and gas and uh, many people don't have those resources so um, I think that's been the primary focus right now is addressing that but from a business perspective and I think you know the Northwest Territories and having heard Prime Minister Trudeau saying that he recognizes the seriousness of the both the Northwest Territories and BC, I think the government is going to, I'm confident they're going to step up and offer some kind of relief for businesses like ours. Oh, I sure hope so. I know a lot of businesses are struggling paying off their debt, their loans. Uh, are you? Have you been able to pay back any of those loans that were uh, given out as, as aid? Well, that's the thing. I, I mentioned yeah. before, we we're in the process of rebuilding. We were addressing those obligations and... This is going to have a serious impact on that now. So now we got to go back to our creditors a second time yeah. and um, ask for some help. And uh, I mean, here's a here's a classic. Here's an example of what our what the forest fires have did to our tourism. We had some wonderful guests from the Toronto area enjoying our Mackenzie Nahani Arctic experience. It's a 12-day package boating on the Mackenzie River flying into the world-famous Nahani National Park and then flying up to the Arctic Ocean in immersively into the Inuit culture, that was cut short halfway through. So they had to be, those guests had to be evacuated out back to the Toronto area. And, oh, I just feel, for me personally, I just felt really uh, bad for the guests. The business perspective, yes, I know we're going to endure, we're going to endure ups and downs and uh, understand it, but uh, it was a scary time for the guests. It was an incredible scary time for myself as well because of my, I have some grandkids and uh, Mm -hmm. I used to fight fires when I was younger I've been yelling for most of my life. There's lots of rock up there. We're on the pre-Cambrian shield. And I thought, we're going to be okay. But at the end of the day, 
you look down at your four-year-old granddaughter and you think, you know what? There's only one road out of the LNF. If that yeah. road becomes compromised, we are in a whole world of trouble. We cannot chance that. So we packed up with about four or five hours notice and we took off. Yeah, there's going to be some real deep uh, thinking about how response, you've got to build more roads to get people out. There's going to be an overhaul of that. And I'll just tell you, Joe, uh, as I live in Toronto, um, I'm sure your customers are more worried about you than you are about them. So if I can put that uh, stress to bed, uh, people here, we're watching and we understand uh, the situation. If anything, more people will want to help. Um, I'll certainly be watching for the government, see what they say in their messaging, but uh, wishing all of you uh, the very best of luck. And certainly, uh, I don't think it'll go. There'll always be a demand to see parts of the country that are just so exquisite and can only be shown by certain people. So wishing you the best of luck, and we'll we'll keep in touch, hopefully. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. You take care. All righty. That is uh, Joe Bailey. He is uh, the owner of this tour company called North Star Adventures, North Star Adventures. But he, like so many others up there, they, they're, they're very specialized in what they do, but they're losing the shirts off their back. <laughs> They've done nothing to deserve it. Nothing. So uh, if you were those Toronto people with your vacation cut short, maybe send him a note. Probably feels terrible. He feels more terrible about that than, than you know. But yeah, tough, tough time.